0: Well, hello friends, the kids are back in school, the air is feeling cooler, and if you are not already, it's time to get back into routine. In this episode, I'll review and share a few quick tips to help you get back into routine this fall with your healthy habits. Hi, and welcome to The Improvement Project, a podcast about being a better human through good habits, challenging yourself, learning from a wide range of experts, and celebrating all of the little wins along the way. I'm Dr. Peggy Malone, a healthcare provider and human being, trying my best to be better and encouraging others to do the same. I'm in London, Ontario, Canada. After 19 years of working with patients to help them take on better habits for health and wellness, as well as a year of personal monthly habit challenges, I've learned how our daily choices impact and ultimately create our lives. So I'm getting intentional about my habits and routines, and I'm hoping to inspire you to become more disciplined, more consistent, happier, healthier, more productive, and overall your own best self. Today's episode is episode 169 of the Improvement Project Podcast. And today I want to share a few quick tips to help you to get back into routine this fall with your healthy habits. Through this podcast, one of my goals is to share the power of habits in all of our daily lives and to help to inspire you to incorporate those good habits into your life. Especially at this fresh start, anything is possible back to school time of the year. I want you to up your chances of keeping up with your good habits, so I'm going to review some things that I have learned along the way with the hopes that they might also work for you or at least give you another tool in your self-improvement toolbox this fall. And, as I said last week, some of us might need a kick in the pants on some of our habits that have slipped over the summer yes, that's me. Anyway, just this past Monday, September the 13th, I started my four weeks of dry timber, which is no booze for four weeks. I do this every year at this time to get focused and clear as I take advantage of that back to school feeling. And so far it's going really great. Now, before dry timber, I did have the habit of a glass of wine with dinner most nights. And as I've come into dry timber, I've kept the ritual of this habit, but I've taken out the booze. And the way I've done this is I have poured kombucha into a wine glass. So it's not quite the same, but it's helpful to get a similar feeling to my usual habit. And it allows me to stay consistent with this new habit of no alcohol for the month. So I get the feel of the glass. I still have like a ritual of a drink with dinner, but I've taken out the booze. So if this is something that um, uh, resonates for you, if you're trying dry dietem- jar timber, then I would recommend doing this. Keep the ritual, but take out the booze. So with that said, let's get to some other tips and strategies that can help you to create and stick to good habits this fall. Okay. First, have a why. Get very clear on why you want to start a new habit. Don't just start a new habit for the sake of the habit or because somebody told you you should do it. Really think about why you want to incorporate that habit into your life. Really think about what will this habit do for me? What benefit will it have for me? If you don't have a deep desire to have that habit in your life, it's going to be difficult to keep up with it, especially when the novelty wears off. So as I say regularly to my accountability coaching clients, you get to decide do you want to exercise? If you do, what kind of exercise? You get to decide. Do you want to eat healthier? Cuz not everybody does, by the way. But if you do, why do you what do you want to do? How do you want to go about that? You get to decide. There's no right or wrong way to do any of this, but the key here is to get clear on why do you want to do it? First of all, what do you want to do and why? Once you get clear on your why, then you are way more likely to keep up with it when the going gets tough, as it inevitably does. All right, next, choose one habit at a time, not a bunch all at once. Now all of us might be susceptible to getting all fired up at this time of the year and we might fall into the very common trap of attempting to start a whole new lifestyle all at once. So, what we might want to do is decide to exercise daily, cut out sugar, get up every day, every day at 5:30 in the morning, drink more water, meditate for 15 minutes and be grateful for it all by recording it in your gratitude journal every night. Now, you might scrape together the motivation and the willpower to keep all of these things up for a few days or maybe a couple of weeks. But the big shift to your lifestyle is likely not sustainable. And chances are, if one of those habits falls off, they are all going to fall off. So, one at a time. As my online pretend best friend James Clear says, as he makes the point of starting small, it is so easy to overestimate the importance of one defining moment and underestimate the value of making small improvements on a daily basis. Too often, we convince ourselves that massive success requires massive action. Whether it is losing weight, building a business, writing a book, winning a championship, or achieving any other goal, we put pressure on ourselves to make some earth-shattering improvement that everyone will talk about. Habits are the compound interest of self-improvement. The same way that money multiplies through compound interest, the effects of your habits multiply as you repeat them. They seem to make little difference on any given day, and yet the impact they deliver over the months and years can be enormous. It is only looking back two, five, or perhaps 10 years later that the value of good habits and the cost of bad ones becomes strikingly apparent. So Basically, what James is saying here is number one, start small and don't underestimate the power of starting small being consistent is more important than having the intensity of this amazing story. Or as my online pretend best friend Gretchen Rubin says, what you do every day matters more than what you do once in a while. So that's why picking one thing is so valuable. If you pick one thing and stick to it and stick to it consistently, that is way more valuable than doing this huge overhaul of your lifestyle and then having the whole thing fall apart. Another tip is to use the strategy of pairing. So we've talked about this in the past, and this means piggybacking on an existing habit or behavior. So you find something that happens every single day, you have a habit that you already have locked in, and then you add another habit to it. So for example, if you brush your teeth every night before bed and you want to start flossing your teeth, add it on to the habit of brushing your teeth and put your floss beside your toothbrush. If you start setting it as a habit that is hooked to another habit that is already locked in, you will increase your chances of locking in that new habit as well. The next thing you can think about is having an accountability partner. There is so much evidence to support that having some accountability will be vital to sticking with your habits. An accountability partner is one way to do that. You could also join a team or a group. You could check out our Facebook group if you like the option of accountability in an online group. Go to Facebook and search for the improvement project and I can add you to the group there. Or here's another option. Did you know that I am a habits accountability coach? I can work with you each week to help you with strategies to change up the things that aren't working for you, to stick to your habits and to be your best self, and then hold you accountable. So if this sounds interesting to you, send me an email to drpeggy at drpeggymalone.com, or check out the show notes for this episode to link to where you can get more information about how to work with me. All right. Another thing, the strategy of monitoring. Basically what this is, is you monitor what it is that you're doing. So you write it down or you check off the boxes. So habits are 42% more likely to stick if you write them down. Let me say it again. Habits are 42% more likely to stick if you write them down. My online pretend best friend Gretchen Rubin states it like this in her book, Better Than Before the strategy of monitoring has an uncanny power. It doesn't require change, but it often leads to change. To paraphrase a business school truism, we manage what we monitor and keeping close track of our actions means we do better in categories such as eating, drinking, exercise, working, TV and internet use, spending, and just about anything else. Self-measurement brings self-awareness and self-awareness strengthens our self-control. So just writing down that you have completed your habit is helpful in keeping it up. Monitoring your food or your exercise and writing it down can help you to be more consistent with good healthy habits in those areas. And there's all sorts of cool habit monitoring apps that can help you with this as well if you'd like to give that a try. But again, pen and notebook work just as well. Okay. You may remember my friend, Tommy Caldwell, who has been on the podcast a couple of times in the past. I borrowed the following tips from him, and they should also help you to get back on track with your habits and routines after the summer. He said that during the past few months, it's likely that your routine has likely taken a bit of a hit. Now, this is certainly true for me, which is why I like to do a dry month to get back on track at this time of year. Tommy's advice includes three things that you need to focus on as we head into this time of the year. And they're mostly related to get back in, getting back into a good routine for your health. So number one, set an earlier bedtime. If you haven't had a strict work schedule over the summer, chances are your bedtime might have crept later and later as the nights went on. So not only is a later sleep time directly costly to your body composition, but the second and third order effects of late bedtimes and inadequate sleep in general will make it challenging to get your body back on track. Every hour you get to sleep before midnight is, worse, is worth worth twice the hours you get after 12. Let me tell you that one again. Every hour you get to sleep before midnight is worth twice the hours you get after 12. So aim to get into bed between 9pm and 11pm. If you're serious about changing your body, And changing your body is one thing, but you'll likely be getting up earlier too if you're getting back into routine and you want to be getting at least seven hours of sleep per night to give your body the rest it needs. So I'm at least an eight hours per night and nine is better kind of girl. So Tommy's talking a lot about changing your body composition here, but keep in mind that these sleep routines are valuable for better sleep, better energy, overall health in general, as well as changing your body composition, which is a goal for a lot of people. Number two, prioritize your exercise. When you have very little routine and you have a schedule that you have to keep, exercise appointments can sometimes get lost. You just don't do them because something else takes priority. So if you're gonna get back into the swing of things, you need to prioritize your workouts. If you feel as though you've moved too far in the sedentary direction this summer and you don't know how to get back on track with your workouts, Tommy recommends start with walking. Waking up, putting on your shoes and walking for 45 to 60 minutes delivers many positive benefits. And if 45 to 60 seems like too much for you, start with 15 or 20 and go from there. More than nothing is the mantra here. Uh, Walking will allow you to create a routine of exercise with low demand and few barriers. And also getting early morning light in your eyes as you walk outside sets your circadian clock and helps you sleep at night. Lastly, if you walk or do any exercise for that matter, fasted, you set yourself up for better fat metabolism throughout the day. Number three, he says, set an eating window. Chances are that your grazing, snacking, and habits of overeating have gotten away from you over the summer. So selecting a specific eating window is an easy way to get some control back into your eating habits. Start with a simple window like 12 hours. For example, if you have breakfast at 7am, try not to eat past 7pm at night. And if you fast in the morning and don't eat until lunch, you can extend your window, but still, um, Tommy doesn't recommend eating past 10pm. Just do what works for you, but set a clear start and stop time for your eating. There's all sorts of really cool research that shows that restricting your time eating window can be helpful for not only your body composition, but also a whole bunch of health factors in general. So that's a good advice from my friend, Tommy. And he says if you do these three things, just these three things, you will begin to move back into the right direction for a healthy routine. These actions are less about the immediate results they will deliver and much more about the long term habits that they will put you into a position to form, which is exactly what we're talking about. So thank you, Tommy. And again, if you want to know some more about uh, my friend Tommy or if you want to get some more health and fitness tips from him, head to tommycaldwell.net and you can sign up for his newsletter or just check out what he's up to lately. All right. And that's it for this episode of the improvement project. Let me know what habit you will be working on this fall and how you are getting yourself back into routine. For questions or comments, send an email to the improvement project at drpeggymalone.com. You can come and say hi on the socials. I'm on Instagram at drpeggymalone. And you can always get my attention by using the hashtag the improvement project. As usual, you'll find all the resources and links that we mentioned during today's show in the show notes at theimprovementproject.com. If this episode was helpful at all for you, please be sure to tell a friend and share it with them. This is the number one way that new listeners find this podcast. So if you found it helpful or entertaining, pass it on. And we also have a Facebook group. Search for The Improvement Project on Facebook to join our community. Until next time, my friends, stay focused and get after it. Before you go, I mentioned this briefly in this episode, but I just want to share this again because it may be just what you are looking for to help you get back on track with your habits and routines this fall. Most people know that they should be doing something different to lock in good habits and routines to take care of themselves. They know that they should get consistent with their healthy habits and self-care. They know they should eat better, drink more water, move their bodies more, and manage their stress better. They know that they would feel better if they created a calm home and working environment, surrounded themselves with people who support their big dreams and goals, and tuned in to being grateful for it all every day. Despite knowing this, They often just don't do anything about it. They just keep doing what they have been doing. How about you? Are you ready to get some help and get your good, healthy habits on track by finally doing something about it? I can help. As a habits accountability coach, I work with clients one-on-one in a coaching program to help them get consistent with their health and self-care habits. This one-on-one coaching program helps people like you in making better choices for their habits and routines, as well as keeping them accountable to those new choices. I will work with you over 12 weeks to decrease procrastination and decision fatigue and to increase consistency, self-awareness, and productivity. We will work together on your habits, challenges, and help you take control of your health and happiness. It's time to say yes to your needs more often and say no to everything that does not serve you. If you would like to work with me in this 12 week, one-on-one life-changing habits, accountability coaching, or if you would like more information, send me a DM on Instagram or send me an email to drpeggy at drpeggymalone.com. And I'll send you all the details and help you get on track to be your happiest and healthiest overall best version of you. Let's get after it.